I'm joined today by Nick Purves of RWC Partners, who is the manager of our equity income fund. Hello to you, Nick. Hi, Chris. So 2015 was a really quite difficult year for markets. I wondered if you could give some background to, to your performance during the year. Sure. Um, the, uh, the market started and finished very differently. Um, if you remember, we go back to the beginning of last year, actually markets were pretty strong, uh, buoyed up by uh, Eurozone QE and also a relatively favourable, in the market's eyes anyway, uh, election result. Um, but then from the summer onwards, markets started to sell off quite dramatically in some cases as a result of nervousness about the uh, level and rate of growth coming out of the emerging markets, and particularly China. And, uh, and obviously that impacted on, on areas of the market like energy and mining, but your fund hasn't got any exposure to mining. Um, you're right to say that. The fund has, has no exposure to mining. We have for some time been quite concerned about the level or sustainability of the very high level of profits that you're seeing coming out of the mining industry. Um, we don't make specific forecasts about commodity prices, but we do nevertheless recognize that profits had grown extremely strongly on the back of very sharply rising prices, and we did question, as I say, whether those profits were sustainable, and therefore we felt it was right to, to stay out of the sector. Um, and the fund has also been holding a relatively high cash weighting during the year. Was that because you didn't want to earn any miners? Yes. Um, it's, it's important to be very clear here. Um, the cash weighting is absolutely not a prediction of where we think markets will go over the short term. So you weren't trying to time markets? No, absolutely not. It's, um, we think it's important just to, just to have some sort of idea of context. So markets, as we know, have done extremely well for a number of years now. Um, actually, market share prices overall have risen faster than company profits generally, which has meant that uh, company share prices have re-rated. Companies' uh, share pr shares generally have become more expensive over that time. And we, um, we have felt that in some areas of the market, valuations have got to or had got to a level where it's difficult to um, that don't justify or um, lead one to expect the sort of returns that the fund, fund is looking for. And therefore we felt that it's sensible to keep some cash uh, to the side, ready to put to work uh, as and when opportunities arise in, in, those, in those particular areas. But do you, did the market setbacks of the second half of the year give you some opportunity uh, to, to acquire new ideas? Not really. Uh, the, the reason being is that the, the fall in the market, actually, as you've already alluded to, was very narrowly based. Absolutely. So whilst uh, it's, it's, uh, it's tempting just to look at the headline indices numbers, um, actually, the, uh, those, uh, the falls in the market overall been, were very concentrated in a small number of sectors. So the share prices in, in a lot of the companies that you were owning actually didn't change a huge amount. Exactly. exactly. Okay. okay. And there's also was quite a lot of M&A activity as we went into the second half of the year. I suppose I think about Shell and BG. Yeah. Um, perhaps you'd talk me through your thoughts on that. Um, we, we naturally are concerned when companies that the fund owns uh, is uh, looking to take over and get involved in a large acquisition of another company because we worry that sometimes it can raise quite significant questions about the, the, the company that's making the acquisition. And I think that uh, does actually, in our view, that, that did apply to Shell and, and BG. Um, just, you know, just to give you some numbers. Um, uh, uh, Shell, the Shell BG combine uh, 
which obviously is now in the process of going through, BG shareholders will end up with roughly 30% of the combine, despite the fact that actually they bring around 15% of the larger group's profits to the party, if you like. So you can see that uh, from, a, from a Shell shareholder's perspective, um, their interests are being diluted, certainly in the short term. Now, the management will argue that in the long term, it's in the strategic interests of Shell shareholders to, to, to undertake, undertake the deal. Um, but we, we, we question that, and actually we voted um, uh, on behalf of the, of the of St. James's Place Fund against the deal for that, for that reason. And did that, does that lead you to change the long-term valuation that you have and, yes, and, theref and therefore materially adjust your position? Absolutely, in absolutely right. So, yes, so we, we, the fund continues to hold the shares in Shell, and actually since the deal uh, was voted through, the, the shares have done pretty well. Um, but you're right, it does, imp of course, impact our valuation because obviously um, we feel that shareholders, uh, shell shareholders, have given more uh, to the deal than they've taken. They're going to take out. And how often do you vote against management? Um, it's not that usual. It's not that usual. So it is a, because it generally is, management are doing sensible things. Exactly. So it is a, it's actually it, it is it is quite unusual for us to take such a stance. Yeah. But important nevertheless because it yes. is demonstrating yes. um, your independence as a fund manager. Absolutely. Okay. Um, the other area that I wanted to talk about was was retailers, particularly the mm. food retailers, which have which have had a really torrid time. Mm. But notably, the share prices of Tesco and Morrison's, which are holdings in the fund, mm. um, probably had a better second half of the year. Yes. Um, yeah. uh, do you see t trading turning around in in the retailers? Uh, potentially, this, 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 you know, obviously time will tell. But um, we think that we think the management teams in in both companies are doing all the right things so we would absolutely commend them for that and the right things being uh, bringing down their pricing which had become uh, uncompetitive uh, versus the discounters so Aldi and Lidl um, so they brought down pricing uh, they've uh, taken out uh, they're taking out costs um, to try and uh, ameliorate the impact that that has on their on their margins uh, and they're reducing their uh, capital expenditure budgets, which had which had got too high, and all of those those factors combined will, of course, mean that you get an immediate step down in profits. And you know we we have to be absolutely clear here: profitability in food retailing uh, is not going back to where it was a few years ago. But nevertheless, we do think that profits can recover from uh, somewhat from the very depressed levels that they that they are today. And as I say, we commend management for doing all, all the right things. And what can sometimes surprise people actually is once once the, the ship has been steady and once the business has started to turn, um, uh, one can be surprised by how quickly actually cash flows start to come out of the business, and uh, you know, the, the companies can start paying start, can start paying uh, dividends again, and of course that should provide uh, some sort of uh, underpinning to the share price. So do you still see Tesco as being the market leader, um, or do you think its position has been... Yes, it is. And of course, I think one, one uh, perhaps in all the excitement of the last couple of years, people have maybe slightly forgotten the fact that, yes, of course, its market share was not what it was. I think it got to around 30%. It is still by far and away the largest um, uh, uh, food retailer in the UK. And of course, in an industry where actually scale does count for something. 
Nick, I'm afraid that's all we've got time for. Thank you so much for, indeed for joining us today. Pleasure, Chris. Thank you. Any views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. Where individual securities are mentioned, they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. The value of an investment may fall as well as rise and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.